Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. Montgomery entrepreneur and digital marketing agency owner. Today, my guest is Roseanne Callens. She is a career transition and success coach who loves helping you succeed. She specializes in career and life coaching, LinkedIn assistance, and branding. Roseanne, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you, Amy. Yeah. So can you share a little bit of your journey with us and how you became a career coach? Absolutely. And once again, thanks so much for having me here. I'm so excited. I'm inspired by you. And so I just, you're like a celebrity crush and I'm on your, this podcast. This is really exciting, but a little, how I became a career coach is that literally ever since I have been, I'm going to just go all the way back to high school. There's nothing I love more than helping people achieve a dream. And back in high school, it was to help people get scholarships and everything to go to college. And then as we were all going to college, it was building that resume, which is back in the library days where we had to go to the library. It's so crazy to even think about now that we have so many amazing tools for us to use, but I've always loved helping people find jobs or opportunities that made them light up. And I've just been really good at getting people at pulling things out and finding their unique value. And so even when I went to college to become a teacher, cause I wanted to inspire students. Once I started teaching, I realized I wanted to do even more. I married someone in the military. And so we had to move. And that presented a whole list of challenges and it was amazing. And magical is what I'll call it in the same sense. So when, every time we would move, not only would I be having to find a new job myself, but I would help other spouses that were military spouses, find jobs. Then I realized that military members at some point have to get out of the military, whether they separate or they retire at 20 years. So then word started getting around and I started helping all these service members getting jobs outside of the military. So that's when I realized how much I loved really learning about others and finding out like, Oh, you want to be a podcaster? Let me, who do I know that does a podcast? Oh, let me connect you to Amy Montgomery. She can help. And so just helping connect people and teaching them the tools to use that has been really my jam for my entire life. And so I decided to start my own business, doing it full time. And it has been fabulous. So there's nothing better to me than seeing someone succeed. Love that. So how do you help people get seen for their, the job that they desire? I would say there's four secrets really (laughs) that I will tell you here. One is just helping my clients think like an employer. We need to think about what the employer wants. The other one is identifying your skills. So many people, we have so many skills and we need to think about which ones do we need to highlight for the jobs or the careers that we're targeting. Also. So speaking of that, we need to develop and deliver self-marketing messages. We need to be able to talk about ourselves. And I know not everyone likes to do that. We're just all amazing people doing amazing things, but we need to be able to talk about that in quantitative value for an employer. And then the last thing that I do to help people get the job they desire is discover, research, and connect. So finding those opportunities, being a person and not just a PDF is what I say, and just speaking to people and getting out there and finding the unadvertised job opportunities besides just the advertised ones that we see on platforms such as LinkedIn. So what should someone do if they don't feel fulfilled in their career? We've got a lot of that going on. Yes, we do. Absolutely. 
So I like to equate this to buying a house. Or if you're, if you tell me, Oh, Roseanne, I've never bought a house. I'll say, go back to your dating days. So (laughs) whether you're buying a house or you were dating, we all have things that we want at the time that are important to us. And sometimes we get into jobs and careers that we think are going to be amazing, or they were, they're everything that we wanted at that time. And then throughout the time, and it could be one year, two years, I, people that have been in jobs for 12 years, it's just not giving them the same satisfaction. We outgrow them or we get stuck or we don't get promoted. There's all sorts of things that go about. So what we do to help people who are not feeling fulfilled and they're starting to feel like they've outgrown it is once again, meeting and seeing what brings them joy, what don't, what are the things that don't bring them happiness anymore? And then reevaluating that and making a plan. So what's the best way to negotiate the salary you want, even if you've had lower pay at a previous job? Okay. This can be a whole entire session right here. I'm (laughs) so passionate about this. Okay. So just like I just gave the house and the dating analogy, right? So when we buy a house or we rent a house or we're dating people, we realize the things that we really love, the things that we don't really love, and then the things that we're willing to deal with. So with the salary negotiation, it's the same way. It's not just about the money. For some people, it's the stock options. For some people, it's a signing bonus. For other people, like for me, I love vacation time. What are the things that you want in this negotiation process? The other thing that I see as a huge challenge that so many people, even without a coach that you can do to improve this is there, there's tons of information, whether it's on LinkedIn, on TikTok, on YouTube, you could buy a book. Yeah. I have books behind me even, and that's practice. You've got to research. You have to know not only what you're worth, you have to know what the industry standard is. You have to know what your state pays. I'm in California. That can be a little more expensive than for someone that lives in, let's say Nebraska, but for someone in Nebraska, they might have a whole different thing too, because they have a lot of, a lot more snow than where I am. And they're like, we have a lot of road conditions. So there's a lot of things that are involved with what, where, wherever you are and what you're applying for. What I'm going to say about this is don't wait until you are negotiating for your job to do this for the first time. I always tell everyone start negotiating everything, because if you never ask the answers, always no. Okay. So I want everyone who's listening to this to be proud of yourself for preparing for it and for asking. So how do you do that? Like I said, you, I want you to come up with a script. I want you to come up with some verbiage. That's very comfortable for you. And I want you to practice it in little things like asking for onion rings instead of French fries, right? Asking for little teeny things, little negotiations until you work your way up to being a little more brave for that bigger negotiation, your salary negotiation. The other thing is the preparation, just like we think that attorneys would prepare for a trial, right? The attorneys don't just go in there and wing it. They prep and they practice the same thing for salary negotiation. I want you to think about what you're going to say. And I want you to think about what is going to be said back to you. What are the possible responses? And then once they say that, what are you going to say then? So if you could even practice like that, I'm telling you right now, you're going to get further than 90% of the people because so many people don't negotiate. 
So what can an exhausted executive do to improve their career? I would say everyone's really exhausted right now, and especially executives. Everyone's doing more and more with less and less. We talked earlier in in our time together about just the great resignation. People are leaving. People are, a lot of companies are undermanned. And so a lot of the executives I talk to are exhausted. What do you do when you feel like you just don't even have any more time in the day? It sounds so easy to say, oh, just take one hour out for yourself or take 15 minutes. I I talk to people that they can't even do that. So what we try to do is we try to work on something that I feel is also going to help them with their career trajectory. And that's cultivating their personal brand. What is that for me, for what I do with people is looking at not only the job that you want next, but even the job after that and thinking about your work life, like going to a professional conference, right? Who are the types of people that you are spending your time with when you have a choice? Because I know that we don't have a choice all the time. I like to call these people drains and faucets. Okay. So when you're cultivating your personal brand, I want you to be around the faucets in your life, the mentors or people that you're thinking, wow, how do they do it? They're inspiring you when you were around. I want you to think about the last person you were with that after you left being with them, you just felt like you had so much energy. And I guarantee that person was someone that just brought you to life because you're like-minded. Maybe they're a fellow dreamer. I tend to be a visionary and a dreamer. So when I hang around with other dreamers, I'm like, oh, I'm so energized for the whole day. So that's a really great way to just plug in even while you're there at work. So let's talk about mindset a little bit. In what ways can your mindset keep you stuck? And what's the best way to break through your own limiting beliefs, especially when you're trying to go out there and find maybe your dream job and maybe it's a transition and there's such mental blocks that can come with that. Oh, it's such a great question too, Amy. So mindset plays a pivotal part. I would be remiss if I didn't say having a growth mindset is imperative in not just your job search, but in your life, having a growth mindset is I can learn something from everything, right? Even those days that in your job search, that's a down day for you. And you're just like really struggling. What I tell people to do, what I typically encourage my clients to do is that's a great day to actually go on LinkedIn and write a recommendation for someone because it makes you feel good, kind of gets you out of your mindset and you're giving back and someone writes you a message. Wow. Thank you so much for that recommendation. Like you made someone's day that tends to help people refocus and repurpose. I just talked in the last question about drains and faucets, making sure that you're around people who are giving to you and they're not just sucking the energy out of like your last remaining 1%. I think it's interesting how we, how we are so obsessed with recharging our phones. Think about how obsessed we're like, oh my gosh, do I have the cord? Did I pack the cord? We got to plug in the phone, but we don't take the time to plug in for ourselves. And it's a really powerful visual because I know everyone listening to this is always obsessed probably with the plug. It's just a fact we have to have our phones charged. So I want everyone to be thinking about what is the way to break through your limiting beliefs that works the best for you, that gives you the most energy. Cause for some people it's meditation, right? For me, it's meditating in the middle of the day. It's a really big challenge, right? So if I say, oh, I'm going to write something positive for someone in the middle of the day, that's more realistic for me. Cause I'm typically by my laptop or on my phone. I can pull up LinkedIn really quick and do that. And so I always like to see what works best for people. What brings you that energy or that really quick 
feeling like you, when you plug in your phone and it goes because you're charging it. What is that for you? Yeah, that's really good. So can you share some of your client success stories with us? Absolutely. I typically work with high performing professionals. What does that mean, Amy? It doesn't actually mean an exact level that they're at in their careers. It's just people who are used to doing a really great job, exceeding standards, and they're just real go-getters. Those are typically my type of people that I work really well with. Typically those high performers are trying and trying to make a bad situation better and they just keep trying. And so then they get to me and they're like, they're exhausted because they really have been spending a lot of time because they're like, I'm really smart. I can figure this out. It's overwhelming. So my client success stories are people that found themselves miserable. I'm going to talk about one client in particular. He had been doing a logistics job for 19 years, working, providing for his family. And he was like finding every little nugget of the job that made him happy. And that's what brought him back every day. But meanwhile, while he was driving to work, he's playing the Darth Vader theme song. Like he's just like not wanting to drive in. And he goes, can you help me? One of the most kind hearted, I could just tell what a hard worker he is. He went back to school. So a lot of people get told, oh, you want to change jobs? Go back to school. I'm sure you've heard that before, Amy, Uh go to school and get another degree. So that's what he did. He was exhausted from his job and he's a parent. He has little kids at home and he went back to school and got his master's degree in organizational development. You would think that he has job offers flying at him. No, it was a really big challenge for him to articulate and bridge the gap from being in logistics to now wanting to come in to an organization in an organizational development role and also command the salary that frankly, he deserves after 19 years of professional experience and now his high level degree. Well, he did some amazing. So we worked so hard on interview prepping for that interview, the delivering self-marketing messages, and also working, finding a company that fit his personality. So when companies are interviewing you, you're interviewing the company too, because he really wants to find a place where he's going to stay and grow and just be, bring so much value to that company. Well, I'm happy to report that he got a job, not only at an amazing company that he's just so excited about, it was a, it's a hybrid role. So he gets to be home and he gets to go in the office, which he likes. He likes the, the energy of being around other people. And it was a huge pay raise for him. And that was extremely emotional for me when he got that, because so many people are working in jobs and they're just such amazing high performers and they're not getting the value. So the they're, excuse me, they're not getting the compensation that they deserve. And so another client I'm going to talk about, she was in the social services world and she got her degree in big data. Like she's like a data analytics person. She was just not making the money that she knew she deserved and that she went back to school for once again. And so once again, we worked on her LinkedIn. We worked on thinking like an employer, what does an employer want? What can we talk about? I always say the sexiest numbers on your keyboard. Everyone's going to look now are shift three, four, five. That's the pound sign, the dollar sign, and the percentage sign. And you need to start talking about those things because that's what gets employers and recruiters and HR. That's what gets everyone's attention. You're delivering results, right? And so she got into a really great job that's fully remote. And she got into the compensation number that we were targeting, which she thought was way, she thought I was pushing it too far when I said, okay, based on my research, this is what we're going to be targeting. 
she just thought there's just no way. And so I love, I just love success stories like that. When people get into things that gosh, darn it, they deserve it. They deserve it. So what do you think has been your truth that has gotten you this far in your journey? Okay. This is really, okay. I think I have two things. My first one is my six words to success are how bad do you want it? And that kind of goes into my second truth, which is if it was easy, everyone would do it. Okay. Finding a new job and a new career or promoting in your company. It's really just, it's not that easy for people to talk about themselves and quantifiable numbers and what they're bringing to the play. It's just not an easy thing. Writing their resume people is like the nuclear emoji for people. But if I could give you this visual, I love to say, think about how much money you want in a job, because you know what you want, Amy, what I want, what my clients want. Everyone has a different number, right? Okay. So what's that number? I want everyone listening to this right now. How much money do I want to make in my job this year? Look at your resume because that's the amount of effort you need to put in on not only your resume, but also the whole career process. So if you want something that's going to up-level you and get you into things that are high performing, and you're feeling like you're making a difference, then you absolutely have to think, how bad do I want this? Because it's not easy for everyone to just decide to turn on the light switch and do right. So how bad do you want it is definitely something that's gotten me this far in the journey. So if you were able to give yourself one piece of advice, when you first started out in your journey, what would it be? I was having a really hard time in my professional life and in my personal life. And my dad had just passed away and I just had a lot of things going on. And I, I felt like I was floating. That would be the best example. It was just floating. And someone said to me on the phone, I was calling to make an order for all these products for the company I was working with. And she said, Oh, Roseanne, you'd be so great with your own business. You've inspired me on the phone. Cause I was trying to get her out of her job. <laughs> I was like, you should be the director. So I was like coaching her and she said, you should do this for your own business. And then I said really quietly, Oh, I've always had a dream. And she said to me, if you wait for all the lights to be green, you'll never leave the driveway. You wait for all the lights to be green. You'll never leave the driveway. And I'm not joking. That is what made me quit my job, move from overseas back to California. It made me do so many big things that one line. And so I wish that I wish I would have been told that at a pivotal time, even earlier, because I feel that that would have struck me just as big then, because I'm the type of person that I love to keep thinking. I get stuck in analysis paralysis. Right. And so when she said that to me, I was like, oh, you're right. The lights are never going to be all green. Get the car going. And yeah, just putting, just going forward, just taking one step each day. That is the piece of advice that I wish I would have known so much earlier on. We all have to go forward one step in whatever our dream is personal or professional. So that piece of advice really struck me. And that's what I wish I could give myself earlier. Love that. So if there are people that are listening that would love to work with you, what's the best way to contact you? Great question. I'm on LinkedIn, which I know everyone that knows me is going to be very surprised that I didn't talk about LinkedIn. Every single question for this podcast, (laughs) there's so many fun things that LinkedIn can do. So you can always find me on LinkedIn. You can always connect with me 
and send me a message that you heard me here. That's absolutely amazing. I'm going to have my email address, which I believe you're going to have at the bottom of this too. Amy, my email address is Roseanne at CallensCoaching.com. And I'm on Instagram too. So you, it's pretty easy to get a hold of me. And I would love to just spend some time hearing about your story. I always do complimentary sessions to just see what's going on in your life and see if there's a way that I can add some value for you. Perfect. And I'll put all those links down below. Rosanne, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your expertise. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, definitely. And if you're listening, you want more information about this podcast and other videos, you can visit apollothrive.com. Thank you everyone and have a wonderful day.